0: welcome to say when a podcast for anyone who's had enough of restricted diets feeling bad about their bodies or believing they can never be worthy or valued until they reach their ideal weight had enough then it's time to say when i'm holly toscanini a certified health coach and chronic dieter i coach women who are ready to walk away from diet culture and redefine their relationship with food while establishing a peaceful relationship with their bodies does this sound like you if so i'm glad you're here This non-diet approach to health is important because it allows you to stop wasting precious time and energy trying to change yourself to fit some unrealistic ideal of beauty. Plus, it speaks to your underlying desire to feel valued and worthy just as you are. Ready to learn more? Let's get started. Welcome to this episode of Say When, the podcast for women who are ready to walk away from diet culture and redefine their relationship with food while establishing a peaceful relationship with their bodies. I'm Holly Toscanini. In the last episode, we learned about body image and why body neutrality could be easier and actually more helpful than trying to love your body. In today's episode, we're figuring out why our brains make changing so hard and what it really takes to change our habits and our behaviors. So I'm going to tell you a story. This actually happened. At the beginning of spring a couple of years ago, I decided it was time to put away my winter clothes and get out my summer wardrobe. As I was going through and trying on things, I noticed something distressing and started freaking out a little. I couldn't fit into most of those summer clothes. Immediately, I started thinking, I am such a failure because I regained the weight again. I cannot be seen in a bigger body this summer. I really don't like myself when I look like this. And how could I show my face and my body to my friends and family? And oh my God, what if I run into one of my clients? I felt hopeless, worthless, and quite frankly, ashamed. I just wanted to cry. So I went into action mode. I put myself on another strict diet. I started doing the math because to me, That felt proactive and it seemed to be a guarantee that this time my diet would work. I mean, I did the math, right? I calculated how many calories a day I needed and then reduced that by 1,000 calories because everybody knows one pound equals 3,500 calories and if you wanna burn a pound a week, you've gotta reduce by 500. I wanted to lose two pounds a week so I slashed my calorie intake by 1,000 calories a day because I wanted to lose at least two pounds a week consistently. I created meal plans. I downloaded recipes. I went to the grocery store and I bought absolutely everything I needed, special foods, beverages and supplements. I prepped my food to, make, uh, to take for breakfast and lunch during the week and I canceled any plans for the weekend that could possibly distract me from my diet. I carefully weighed, measured and logged everything that went into my mouth and how many steps I took and how many calories I burned. I weighed myself every day, sometimes twice a day, and I told myself it was good to be hungry because I just needed to drink more water, so I made sure to get at least 80 to 100 ounces of water a day, sometimes more, and over the next three weeks or so, I did lose some weight. Then, my weight loss started to sort of level out, so I doubled down and I restricted my food even more, but I was hungry, and I was craving all the foods that I would not allow myself to eat, and I was starting to resent having to be on a diet at all. I mean, according to my calculations, I should have lost at least 10 pounds that first month and another 8 to 10 if I continued for a second month. But every time I got on the scale, I was down half a pound and then the next day up three pounds. And even though my food intake and my calorie output were exactly the same as the weeks when I was losing, nothing was changing. Why wasn't this working? I did the math. I should be losing like crazy. So what happened next? Well... The result was I was grouchy, I was hungry, I was frustrated, and quite frankly, I was a little angry. I just couldn't keep this up. So I quit. I thought, well, I guess it's true that I'm a failure who is unworthy of anything good in the body I have. I really don't have any self-control, and I must be a bad person because I can't lose weight and I can't keep it off. Something has got to be wrong with me. You see, I tried to change myself by only addressing what and how much I ate and how many calories a day I could burn. All my negative thoughts were getting in the way and I couldn't see what was really going on. I was stressing out over what I was eating, but not paying any attention to how I was thinking or how I was feeling. There are a couple of things happening in my brain that made it hard for me to change. First, I had a negativity bias. Here's a spoiler alert, we all do. You see, our brain's main job is to keep us alive and to keep us safe. And in order to do this, it develops something called a negativity bias. We have a better chance of surviving and therefore passing on our genes if we pay more attention to anything that could be bad, whether it is or not. It makes negative events seem so much more important than they actually are. This means you might be having a really great day at work when you get some negative comment from a co-worker. Instead of remembering the great day, you end up dwelling on the few seconds when some random person said something negative to you or about you. It's the bad things that really grab our attention and influence the decisions that we make. So when we try to change, our brains see that new behavior as unsafe and potentially threatening. When we feel unsafe, we resort to those more familiar behaviors like soothing ourselves with food in order to feel better, feel safe, or feel protected. Or just feel numb, feel nothing at all. Second, I was sort of addicted to my problem of needing to lose weight because I was absolutely convinced that being in a smaller body would make me magically happy. My mindset was wrapped up in the idea that I needed to fix myself, combined with my thoughts that I wasn't good enough the way I am right now. The root cause of my problem was my unwillingness to acknowledge and allow myself to feel all my feelings, especially the ones that made me uncomfortable. I had this fantasy that I absolutely believed in that once my problem, which was weight loss, was solved, every aspect of my life would be perfect and I would never have to deal with my negative emotions again. What it boils down to is this, to change your behaviors, you need to change the way you think, and the way you feel. The way you change the way you feel is to change your thoughts. You might be thinking, yeah, that's great. Just create some positive affirmations and say them every day. Problem solved. But I'm talking about more than that. See, I'm not just talking about thinking positive thoughts. The problem with positive thinking is this. We don't necessarily believe these new positive thoughts 100%. I mean, it's really hard to believe thoughts that are just too far from our current belief system. If I'm thinking to myself that I hate my body, it's really hard to all of a sudden then start to tell myself that I love my body and actually believe that thought. So let's go back to the beginning and break down the experience I talked about earlier. Here's what happened. I got out some clothes I hadn't worn in about a year and realized they no longer fit me. I immediately had a ton of self-judgment about this. I saw this as something awful and humiliating. Now, that caused me to think that I'm a loser, I'm a failure, because I gained weight, again, that I was unworthy in my current body. I was undeserving. It also made me think that I didn't like myself when I looked like this and that I didn't think anybody else would like me either. Those thoughts caused me to feel hopeless, worthless, and ashamed my body felt like my stomach was in knots and my shoulders felt tense. So what did I do? I went on another restrictive diet. The end result? I failed at dieting. I didn't lose the weight I wanted and I believe there must be something wrong with me. Not only did I not lose weight, I reinforced my original belief that I was unworthy in my current body. But imagine this. What if I changed the way I thought about What had happened about that experience? What if I could manage my mind to create a different result? What would have happened if I looked at the experience of not fitting into my clothes with curiosity instead of judgment? What if I saw this as an opportunity to go shopping for new clothes that fit me well and that I felt super confident wearing? How different would my thoughts have been if I'd had a little self compassion? What if I thought, well, all right, my body's changed? What if I was content and understood that our bodies are always changing? What if I felt excited to go shopping and update my wardrobe instead of punishing myself because my body changed shape or size? If I could change my thoughts about this, I could feel neutral about the circumstance. I could then buy clothes that fit me well and that I felt good wearing. I could clean out the closet and give away my old clothes if I wanted to. I could realize and believe that my value was inherent, that I am now and always been worthy. I am a valuable person regardless of any size. When you look at them side by side, the circumstances or the triggering event of having clothes that were the wrong size for my body was the same in each scenario. The difference was how I thought about that circumstance. In the second one, I was able to practice curiosity and neutrality about what I was experiencing instead of judgment. The new thoughts I had because of that shift in my thinking caused me to have different feelings about what was happening. And because I felt differently, I was able to take actions that were helpful, peaceful, and self-affirming. And the result was… I felt that my value was inherent—I am now and always have been—a worthy and valuable woman, regardless of my size, shape, or any number on the scale or on my clothing label. It takes a lot of practice to change the way we think about things, but it's really the best way to experience lasting results. Once we get the hang of it, we can use this method of managing our minds for anything we want to achieve. My theory is this. Willpower has no power over a well-established habit, so instead of relying on your willpower alone, why not try changing the way you think about what's going on in your life? Changing your thoughts causes you to feel differently about what's triggering you, and when you feel differently, you can then make decisions about the actions you want to take instead of reacting to those feelings. If we choose to take a new or different action, we can finally get the results in life that we want. By changing our thoughts, we can change everything. Our behaviors, patterns, actions, reactions, habits, emotions, and even our world. I hope you enjoyed today's topic. And if you think you're finally ready to walk away from diet culture and learn to accept yourself in the body you're in, click the link in the show notes to schedule a call to find out how working with a coach like me can help. Thanks for joining me. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Say When, the podcast for women who've had enough of diet culture and are ready to get on with their lives. If you'd like to learn more about working with me, send me a DM through Instagram at Holly Toscanini or you can find me on my website, hollytoscanini.com. Thanks for joining me.